Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. This is episode 134. everyone is doing all right this week uh it's good to be back on another news episode i hope everyone enjoyed the super bowl this past weekend Uh, i didn't even watch it because i don't care that much i think i played movies or watched movies and played video games uh but my super bowl is this weekend i love the oscars that's my thing i'm a big movie guy so i'm excited to watch that so uh hopefully everyone enjoyed that had a little bit of fun there is some uh patrick mahomes who's the mvp uh went to disney uh disney world this weekend so we'll talk a little bit about that uh, but man there was a lot of news to get through today uh, disney just kept dropping bomb after bomb and there's just so much to discuss so uh yeah we're just gonna kind of jump right into it because uh, there's a lot that happened this week so for the first news story that we have today i think the biggest news is people kept wondering whether Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway over at Hollywood Studios was going to get Fast Pass or not right away. Because as we saw in Galaxy's Edge, uh, there was no Fast Pass for Smuggler's Run. Millennium Falcon, I announced last week, or I should say Disney announced that I reported the news, uh, that Smuggler's Run is getting Fast Pass starting February 19th. Uh, and Rise of the Resistance is still using the boarding group. So uh, Disney announced today, actually, they announced that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will be getting a fast pass uh, opening day. So right now, if you haven't heard this news at all, right now you can go into your app and to the My Disney Experience app and go make a fast pass reservation for on or after opening day, which is March, March 4th. Uh, so there will be the Fast Pass Plus line as well as the Standby line. Uh, so yeah, you're gonna want to get those Fast Passes uh, as quick as you can. So, uh, and and 
like I reported last week, uh, this was going to be in the tier one section for the Hollywood Studios Fast Passes. So that means uh, it's going to be alongside Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run and Slinky Dog Dash. So those are the three rides that you can pick from tier one. So once you choose one of those, uh, you can pick an, a, an additional experience like Toy Story Mania or Rock and Roller Coaster. Tower of Terror, Alien Swirling Saucers, Fantasmic, whatever you want. So you can you can choose after that. Um, so yeah, that's really exciting. I was I'm so happy that they're they're doing the fast pass system. Uh, I think that's going to be uh, a lot better. Uh, I mean, I, I there were some concerns because people are saying that the ride system is a little intricate, uh, kind of similar to Rise of the Resistance. Um, and I I know I always have my gripes with the standby line for uh, rise of the resistance but the one good thing to the standby line is that it the, since the ride has been gone down uh for lots of like for maybe extended periods of time pretty often um it's better that people that are waiting in the standby line um it, it, it's better that people are not standing in the standby line because then they have to get out of the line and they could be standing there for like two three hours whatever but because of the boarding pass system that's not really happening so that's that's good because they're if the ride shuts down boarding groups aren't getting loaded so but for making minis runaway railway if you're in a standby line and the ride shuts down uh that could kind of stink but i mean that happens all the time uh when you're on any ride at walt disney world so this is just kind of the norm so uh we're gonna have to keep an eye on uh mickey and minnie's runaway railway just to see if there's like stop or breakage time um i don't know what the proper term they use is or downtime i should say that's probably the better term to use uh if there's downtime at all in in the future and how long that might be but Either way, I'm still excited that this is getting the Fast Plus, Fast Pass Plus uh, right away. So yeah, so some exciting news there. Uh, I was only going to report like a smaller news item from uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Man, that's tough to say. Uh, I have to like say it slowly so I don't mess it up. Um, but yeah, the other thing I was going to announce is um, they put up the signage outside of the Chinese theater. Uh, and it's big and it's gorgeous. Um, there has been some concept art out there. So if you if you saw it, it looks yeah exactly like it. Um, it definitely captures the feel of like old school Hollywood. Uh, it's going to be featuring neon lights, which we have yet to see uh, light up. So we don't know what it's going to look like, but I feel like it's going to just look incredible. Uh, and if you look closely, you'll see that uh, it'll feature Mickey and Minnie uh, waving their hand back and forth uh, in the neon lights. Um, so yeah, super exciting there. So yeah, that is up. People are posting photos of it. Um, and yeah, if you're in Disney World, you can go uh, check that out on your next trip. But yeah, so super exciting. We are less than a month away from the opening uh, on March 4th um, uh, at Hollywood Studios. So yeah, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway will be opening then March 4th uh, in less than a month. And uh, don't worry, it is also coming to the Disneyland Park, but not until 2022. Uh, yeah, so that is our first news story of today. Uh, and then, man, Disney dropped uh, uh, another small little bombshell today uh, that it is getting a lot of people excited, especially me. Uh, so they announced that 
reservations for Star the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser um, will be uh, open later this year. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is the S Star Wars Hotel. This is the multi-day vacation experience that is coming to the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida uh, sometime in 2021. This is a two-day and two-night vacation, which is an all-immersive experience that will take you to a galaxy far, far away uh, in a way that only Disney can create. So now I'm going to play. Uh, there's a, like a two-minute video that is really great at describing what is happening um at, at what like what's going to happen at the hotel uh it talks about like like arriving and uh what you'll be able to do there um and i believe uh her name is ann morrow johnson uh who's the executive producer for walt disney imagineering uh talking in this video and she's going to be describing uh everything you want to know about about this this these aren't really new details at all um I definitely talked about a lot of these uh, because I think the details were announced at D23 last year, but this is now in video form and and Disney putting together this uh, this this video to kind of yeah, just talk about this. So um, so here's the clip. It's about like two minutes and 13 seconds. So if you don't want to hear any of it, uh, yeah, you could just skip forward about two minutes and 33 seconds or two minutes and like 15 seconds, I believe it is. So uh, so yeah, enjoy the clip because uh, yeah, super exciting. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is a completely new type of experience. For the first time, we're going to invite guests to become the hero of their own Star Wars adventure, and you can do it in whatever way you like. They will live aboard a starship for two days and two nights. When guests arrive at Walt Disney World, they will go to this terminal, think of it as a small private cruise terminal, if you will, and you and your family will then be ushered into a launch pod. And this is a small capsule where you will then simulate the experience of blasting off into space. There will be a window overhead until you eventually see our ship, the Halcyon, in the distance. When the doors of the launch pod open and you emerge into the atrium, everything in the spaceship wants to reinforce that feeling of you're on a star cruiser in a galaxy far, far away. The cabins are unlike any place you will have stayed before. These are cabins of a star cruiser. Cabins can sleep up to five though, so you've got the bunk beds that look not unlike what we've seen Chewie sleep in in the movies. We've got that exclusive window that shows a view out into space. Guests will be invited to participate in a variety of activities. For the first time, both adults and kids alike will get to wield a lightsaber and face off against a training remote. Every guest will be invited to take a tour of the bridge of the ship. So this is where the navigation systems are. This is where the defense systems are. So that training that you do as part of your bridge tour ultimately pays off as part of this much bigger galactic Star Wars story that you're a part of. Guests will get to go on a planet excursion to the planet of Batu to visit Black Spire Outpost, Galaxy's Edge. Guests will take an exclusive transport and they'll emerge straight out into the land. If you're a guest coming to Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, you're going to be a part of a story and live out your own Star Wars experience. After watching that and after just hearing what she, she says and just how you can just 
be part of the Star Wars galaxy. Like, this just is so exciting. I cannot wait for this. Um, I know at some point in my life I'll be doing this. I don't know if I'll be doing it right away. Uh, I had always thought like maybe like I'll go with like um, like my, my children or something like that because I'm not sure if it's be something my wife will want to do, but I'll have to find someone that would uh, want to do this with me. And yeah, it might, might be down the road a bit, but yeah, really excited and getting getting that chance to like be part of like a um, like a shuttle to go to the cruiser. Like I can't wait to see that experience. Uh, and then especially going up on like the bridge and seeing everything, how everything works. And I just can't wait to, to see what kind of experiences that they're going to have on the ship. Cause this is, this is nuts. So like, it's similar to a cruise. Like if you're going on a cruise ship, there's like itineraries where you can do stuff. Um, and it's just like an all inclusive thing. And man, this is like, this is just so exciting. I probably would, wouldn't even want to go to Batu, but I mean, I'm, they're probably going to have some like cool activities to, uh, for you to do while going to Batu for this. So, um, but the, the one thing is maybe, well, maybe you won't get stir crazy cause you go to Batu, but again, you're going to be stuck inside a ship pretty much uh, in a hotel for, for a while. But I think that it'll be fun because you're going to be in the Star Wars universe. So, uh, but yeah, so hopefully, uh, I'll, I'll link that in the show notes. So if you guys want to watch the full video, uh, you can, uh, it'll be there. So yeah, so that is the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, and reservations are going to be open later this year. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. And as soon as that's, um, that news comes out, I'll be sure to let everyone know. All right. Uh, so the next thing is uh, nothing too exciting, kind of boring stuff, but the, the Walt Disney Company had their earnings call this past week where they talked to the investors of the company uh, and just talk about like how much they, they've earned. And usually there's some like good tidbits. Um, uh, there's some good tidbits uh, about the Walt Disney World's uh, of resorts, like the domestic parks or their international parks. But it was pretty quiet uh, on the front this year, uh, mostly because the the last quarter of this fiscal year for them, uh, Disney Plus came out. So like, there was a lot of news about Disney Plus. There was a lot of uh, most of the questions were about Disney Plus. Whereas like last year, like there were so many questions about Galaxy's Edge. So it was a little bit quiet about the parks um, uh, this this uh, this this quarter. But um, a few a few little tidbits. Uh, the park's experience and products revenues uh, for the quarter and increased 8% to $7. billion. So that just means we're spending a lot more. Um, uh, and then there was a quote here from the segment. I believe uh, Bob Iger said this, or this was uh, Christy McCarthy. Um, and now uh, this is, um, the, the quote is, growth at our domestic parks and resorts was due to higher guest spending and to a lesser extent, increased attendance partially offset by higher costs. Guest spending growth was primarily due to higher average ticket prices and an increase in food, beverage, and merchandise spending. Higher costs were due to new guest offerings driven by Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and the impact of wage increases for union employees. So, yeah, pretty much they're saying what they usually say is guests are spending more pretty much due to them increasing their prices. But then they talk about how why they were increasing their prices because of like Galaxy's Edge uh, and wage increases for union employees. So... Um, nothing really too new there. I mean, I, I always say that I don't 
mind paying for Disney because I I feel there's still a really good value and uh, I love everything that they they're putting out and everything that is coming Tron the Epcot uh, uh, re refurbishment so um, but yeah the the other big topic that they were discussing is pretty much um, the Hong Kong Disneyland Resort and the Shanghai Disney Resorts uh, being shut down uh, right now they're closed due to the coronavirus outbreak over in China so they've been closed for a while and they said that they it might be closed for another two months so um, that's kind of crazy but they said they're they're gonna be monitoring the situation closely to see what's going on with that um, but that's pretty much all the the real news that came out of the earnings call this past week. Um, I was hoping for something better. I mean, there was some really cool Disney Plus news. Uh, so if, yeah, if you haven't heard, if you're a big fan of the Marvel, um, uh, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we have the shows coming out on Disney Plus. They announced that Falcon and the Winter Soldier show is coming out in. Uh, August, you got the new Mandalorian season two in October, and WandaVision, which features Wanda and Vision, um, of course, uh, in a uh, new show that's coming out in December. So they they had some other tidbits about that as well. Um, and the one other tidbit I found kind of interesting is that there might be some characters in the Mandalorian show that might be getting their own spinoff series. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But uh, that was pretty much the extent of the Walt Disney uh, Walt Disney um, Company earnings call. Uh, yeah, nothing too crazy about the parks. So, all right. Well, why don't we just uh, move on from there? Because we have actually a few, few other exciting uh, pieces to talk about. Um, the first one is that Disney announced a new service called Capture Your Moment. Now, what this is, you're able to book time with a Disney PhotoPass photographer for a personalized photo session during regular park hours over at Magic Kingdom. Uh, you can do this to capture like celebrations, milestones, such as like a proposal or a baby announcement. Uh, anniversary family reunion like birthday like like anything you can you can book that so that's kind of cool that you can book a photo pass photographer during park hours which is super neat um so all all of these photo session locations will include a view of cinderella castle so you'll have that in the background um at the start of the session you your photographer will share available photo shoot locations uh, and just discuss with you what you'd like to capture before escorting you to your photo shoot location. Uh, and then once you arrive at the location, um, you'll have the opportunity to capture photos there up to 20 minutes. Um, so each of these sessions are uh, $50. So you, you can book in advance uh, $50 each. Uh, you are able to book uh, two sessions back to back for $100. So you can spend up to 40 minutes. Um, now, during your 40 minutes, you will have the option to visit at least two locations. So uh, if you're looking for a little bit more time, you can spend uh, a little bit more money. And uh, so I do so I do like photography and videography on the side. And that's actually a pretty like pretty good price. Like for that amount of time, I know it seems kind of steep. But to get like private time with like a professional photographer, that's actually a, a pretty decent price, especially in the Walt Disney World's uh, in the Magic Kingdom. 
um, I, I think it's a it's a bargain. Like I think if you're doing something special and you want to make sure that you get uh, all this special time um, with a photographer, do it. Like just set it up, especially with like a proposal. I feel like this will be really nice to have if you're trying to propose to someone uh, or if maybe if you know someone, uh, you might want to tell them about this. Um, I know like baby announcements are always like a really big thing in Disney World. So um, instead of like spending a ton of money w with like a third party photographer, uh, you want to just spend, hey, we want a few nice pictures in front of the castle. Yeah, you can certainly do that. So, um, so yeah, so that's really cool. So, um, so yeah, so starting today, if you want to call 407-939-7758, uh, you can book your capture the, capture your moment session today. Uh, and sessions are available starting February 10th, uh, 2020. So just uh, in a few days, you can do that. Um, but there are only uh, a limited number of reservations um, per day. So make sure you call to inquire about that. Um, uh, a few notes. Uh, first is that prints and digital downloads are not included with the price of uh, your capture or capture moment session. Uh, but if you're on Memory Maker or the Memory Maker one day, as well as qualifying annual pass holders, uh, with a Disney Photo Pass, uh, Photo Pass download benefits, uh, you can download the, the photos uh, ca captured uh, during your session. So uh, there's no extra cost at all for that. So uh, pr pretty much, yeah, just make sure you have one of those things and you'll be good to go. Otherwise, yeah, you will have to pay for prints and down digital downloads um, outside of the session. So uh, it's probably worth getting the memory maker. Like if you're on a, like, a full trip, uh, you're you're better off just buying like the memory maker and then just in having that additional cost with the photographer if you're gonna do that. So that's what I would do at least. So, all right. So yeah. So that is the capture moment. So yeah. Again, that is starting February 10th. And yeah, make sure you call 407-939-7758 uh, to inquire about it. All right. Uh, so this next one is uh, pretty cool for the adults at least. Um, so starting this month. Uh, guests that are going to the fireworks dessert party over at the Magic Kingdom can now enjoy an alcoholic beverage as they watch the show. So it did begin on February 1st. Uh, guests that are ages 21 and over can choose from a selection of beer and wine. Uh, so as we know, Magic Kingdom has always limited the alcohol that is served in the park. I know Be Our Guest has it. Uh, I know I definitely drank alcohol with one of our meals over at Liberty Tree Tavern. Uh, I remember we just, it was a long day and we, we booked a fat last uh, minute uh, dining reservation over there. And I was really surprised that I was able to get a Sam Adams. So that was, that was nice over there. But, um, so yeah, Magic Kingdom has always been pretty limited in like what you can, uh, drink, uh, or what, what kind of alcohol you can drink or where you can drink it in the park. It's, it's always pretty tough. So that's good that they're having one more option here. So um, just in case you don't know how the dessert parties work, I just want to go over it really quick. Um, so pretty much uh, you have to book these parties in advance. Um, everyone will, uh, before the show, before the fireworks, everyone goes to the Tomorrowland Terrace uh, for desserts and drinks. Um, and then there are two two viewing areas for the fireworks, uh, standing room only. 
uh, at the Plaza Garden, and then there's seating at the Tomorrowland Terrace. So both of those have different price tags. Uh, so uh, if you want to go to the Plaza Garden viewing, it is $79 per adult and $47 per child, 3 to 9. Uh, gratuity is not included. Um, and you have to make sure you have Magic Kingdom at park admission as well. Uh, for the Tomorrowland Terrace viewing, viewing, it is $99 per adult and $59 per child uh, from 3 to 9, from ages 3 to 9. So, yeah, remember the Tomorrowland Terrace, you get seating. Uh, there's only standing room at the Plaza Garden, so... Um, I've never, I've never done the dessert party, so I don't know if one is better than the other. Um, so, yeah, if, let me know, like, what you think. If you've done this dessert party, which one do you think is better? So, um, but yeah, if you want to just save a little bit of money, yeah, go with the Plaza Garden viewing. So, if you, if you weren't going to the dessert party, you'd probably be standing anyway f for it, so. Um, and then they, I don't know, I think this is new. They made it sound like it was new, but I'm not sure. But, um, now what you can do is, after the fireworks... They're, um, they're having, you, you can party even more. So after the fireworks, uh, the event, I think for an extra hour, uh, the event is priced at $89 per adult and 53 per child, um, uh, where you can still drink and eat more. So you could do that after the fireworks if you want to spend a little bit money, uh, more money for that. So you have that as an option as well. So... Uh, so yeah, so that was some news coming out of uh, the Magic Kingdom Park uh, this uh, this week. Yeah, alcohol is now available at these dessert parties. So this next news story is about this past weekend Super Bowl. So as everyone knows, is whoever wins the the, the Super Bowl and whoever's the MP, MVP, they always uh, they always say that they're they're going to Disney World. That's always been a tradition for I think at least like thirty years now. Um, so this past weekend, the Kansas City Chiefs played the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, and same, uh, the Kansas City quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, he got his chance to say it. And what I think was really cool was that uh, someone had dug up a tweet that he tweeted back in. Uh, actually, wow, it's today as I'm recording, February 6th. So uh, back in 2013, so seven years ago, he tweeted... I bet it feels amazing to be the quarterback who says, I'm going to Disney World after winning the Super Bowl. Uh, and now here it is seven years later, and he got to say it. So, uh, and here is the, the commercial that Disney put out. Mahomes, you and the Kansas City Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do next? I'm going to Disney World. I'm going too. So there he is, seven years later, saying, I'm going to Disney World. Um, it was kind of cool after the, the 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 young boy that you heard at the end of that clip was uh, 10-year-old Nathaniel from Texas, and he... Uh, was invited to Disney through the Make a Wish uh, Foundation, and uh, every every year Disney sends uh, I think like ten thousand or so children uh, to Disney, and they they grant or they grant more than ten thousand wishes each year. Um, 
And this year, Disney is donating $1 million to the Make-A-Wish Foundation in honor of Mahomes' uh, MVP performance as well. And uh, it's all part of Disney's commitment to deliver comfort and inspiration to children that are facing serious uh, illnesses around the world. So um, that, uh, so that is what happened this past week. They had the, the Super Bowl parade. Uh, Mahomes was there, and then Nathaniel as well. was He got to be in the celebratory parade uh, that happened, and they got to go on the popular Disney attractions and just have like a big day of fun. Uh, and then there were also 17 other Make-A-Wish uh, children there as well. Um, so yeah, so just really awesome. And that was cool to see that uh, Patrick Mahomes, like he he had one of his dreams, I guess, come true after after just wanting to do that, uh, say, I'm going to Disney World. So but yeah, so that is really exciting. And if uh, you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, I bet you are super happy this week because, yeah, I think i think i remember reading that they haven't won for 50 years which is kind of kind of crazy so uh so yeah so that is uh, just about the news for walt disney world this week that uh, one more quick thing um so i was uh, as right before i was recording i always make sure to see if there's any last minute um news that that pops up and one thing that i i found interesting that i don't like since i've been doing this for a year and a half i haven't really seen this well i guess i wouldn't have seen it but anyways um due to high wind the uh the skyliner uh went down uh it was closed uh for i think a, a good portion of the day and still is and a lot of the the entertainment was modified modified or canceled for the evening um because of it um and i've never heard of disney like closing anything with really high wind um I mean, except for like a hurricane, but maybe, maybe I just don't hear about it as often. It's, this is the first time that it's happened due to the Skyliner closing. So that's probably why I'm hearing about it. Uh, it's probably like, it's probably happens all the time where things get, the entertainment gets canceled for high wind. But, um, but at least this is the first time since the Skyliner opened that it was closed to high wind. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure you don't want to be one of those things where they're swaying back and forth. Uh, that's just not going to be good for anyone. Um, so, yeah, so that's good that they, they shut that down. And uh, from what I read, cast members were at each station to help direct guests to, uh, to boats and buses to make sure that uh, they were able to get where uh, they had to go. So... Um, but if you're still weary of the Skyliner, I, 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 I mentioned this before, I loved it. I rode it three times. I had zero issues and it's insane how fast you can get from like Epcot to Hollywood studios. It's, it's great. Like there, it, 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 it might be like 10, 15 minutes, but it feels so much shorter than that, but it's, it's awesome. So all right well that is it for the disney news today uh, or the the walt disney world news today there's just a couple items that we have over at disneyland nothing too crazy but i thought they were good to share um so uh if you are going to disney the, the disneyland resort or for this portion of the california adventure um so the Disney Disney California Food and Wine Festival is taking place between February 28th and April 21st. And of course, that's where uh, you can just eat and drink all the different flavors of the Calif of California. 
Um, so one of the cool things is is that Soarin' Over California is returning to the to Disney's California Adventure. Um, so instead of doing Soarin' Around the World, uh, they're going to bring back the old um, or the original uh, um, original movie, or I guess the original attraction of Soarin' Over California, uh, which uh, brings you through Yosemite National Park, Napa Valley, Golden Gate Bridge, and and many others. So uh, this actually had uh, it came. Um, it returned uh, throughout the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh, last year, so it came back, uh, net, but now it's it's back at Soren Around the World. But, but yeah, pretty soon, in a few weeks, uh, from February 28th to April 21st, you can go Soren Over California again, and I like that version just so much more. Uh, I think the music is just so much better in that one as well. Um, and there's just something about California I just love, so... Uh, so yeah, that's fun. So that is returning very soon. Um, and then just the, the last news item that we have here today is uh, that two attractions over uh, in the Disneyland Park as well as Disney's California Adventure are getting fast passes. Um, so Autotopia in Tomorrowland over in the Disneyland Park is getting a fast pass, as well as Monsters, Inc., Mike and Sully to the Rescue over in Hollywoodland uh, over at Disney's California Adventure uh, is getting fast passes, uh, fast pass plus as well. Uh, so uh, as you know, the, the fast pass system is still free to all guests, but it's still paper tickets. But if you want to use their Max Pass system, uh, it does cost an additional $15 per person per day, which allows guests to book Fast Passes directly on their phone. Uh, we haven't really talked about Fast Pass uh, or Max Pass in a while, uh, but if you're going to, if say you're not a local and you're visiting California sometime later this year, I highly, highly, highly recommend you get the the max pass system it's uh, it's an extra 15 dollars per day per person but it's so worth it because you can get so much done uh by being able to book fast passes on your phone it just it helps out so much so i really recommend you doing that um so dizzy did say that uh, the the two attractions are getting fast pass but there's no real official word yet on when these attractions will be getting um the additions so all right well that is gonna wrap it up for the news today so yeah we had a lot to discuss today a lot of good things coming to the parks very soon um yeah we'll see maybe next week they're gonna announce something more fast passes coming from somewhere so who knows but uh all right well, thanks, everyone. Uh, make sure you are subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, hey, leave a review. It'll really help out the show if you can. Thank you so much if you do that. Uh, you can check out all episodes at accesspresspodcast.com. Uh, and I realized that I uploaded... Uh, CJ's trip report to my website uh, without the audio. So uh, the audio is up there now. I apologize. I meant to add it yesterday and then I got so busy I completely forgot to put it in. Uh, so that is my fault. So if sorry if you went to the website looking for the audio, it was not there. So I apologize. But you could check out all of our episodes at oh, accesspresspodcast.com. I can't even say my own website. 
Um, you can also follow me on social media at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and if you want to be on a future episode, uh, if you were a previous cast member, um, hey, I would love to interview you on the show. I want to get those episodes uh, going again. And I actually have two cast member interviews booked. I have two coming up very soon. So be on the lookout for those. Uh, they probably won't be every week, um, but uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, just definitely uh, just definitely be on the lookout for those. Uh, and if you have any like questions or concerns uh, or anything you want to know about the parks or what my favorite ice cream is, just shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. So, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.